welcome to the Think Factory podcast. We got one question for you. What keeps you up at night? Welcome to the Think Factory podcast. I'm Maureen Gubron, one of the Think Factory podcast's hosts. And joining me today is Laura Seclari, partner at OGC Solutions. Laura, thank you so much for coming. You're very welcome. I'm glad to be here. Um, Laura, if you don't mind, can you give me like a 30-second introduction on yourself? Sure. Uh, I am an attorney. I've been practicing for about 18 years. I'm a partner uh, at Santa Massimo Davis, also known as OGC Solutions. Um, I specialize in environmental issues involving um, businesses, uh, contamination issues, um, compliance issues, um, basic employment law issues, um, anything surrounding uh, the oil and gas industry, particularly uh, retail petroleum. Wow, that's awesome. And I also know that you recently posted an article on the Think Factory website called Challenges Facing Retail Gas Stations, Wage Hour Laws Issues. Um, I know in your article, one of the biggest things that it addresses is, of course, wage and hour laws itself. Um, I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about like what's going on in the industry and why it's suddenly become a concern. Sure. Uh, yes, I wrote that article as the first in a series on the types of issues that are um, faced by the petroleum retail gas industry. Um, and one of the biggest ones is wage and hour laws. Um, I don't know that I'd characterize it as a sudden concern or a new concern. Um, I would say it's one of the primary concerns that has always faced um, the the petroleum retail gas industry. And I would say in more recent years, um, some of the state um, Department of Labor's have cracked down on um, that industry for wage and hour violations. So it's certainly an area that I believe that owners of retail gas stations um, should be paying attention to, um, particularly in, in three key areas. Um, one is overtime pay. Another one is um, the classification of workers. And the third one would be in making sure that um, legally appropriate breaks and meal times are offered uh, as required by the law. Can you can you tell me a little bit about the employee classification? Sure. Uh, basically, employees are either classified as exempt or non-exempt. And depending on what their classification is, uh, the, the law requires um, them to be either paid overtime or not overtime and to potentially, um, you know, workers that are not entitled to be paid overtime um, generally are paid at a higher salary. Um, so oftentimes employers will uh, mistakenly class an employee um, in an attempt to um, potentially be able to pay them less. Um, and those are the types of red flags and issues that um, departments of labor, either on the federal side, under the Federal um, um, Fair Labor Standards Act, or on the state side, um, with various state laws, would be looking um, to to make sure employers are handling properly and penalizing those that don't. Interesting. All right. So I I know you kind of brushed up on it, but um, would you say these challenges are nationwide, or do they vary per state? 
Uh, they're definitely nationwide issues. As, as I mentioned, um, there is federal law that classifies and governs um, how employers must pay their workers, how they must classify them. But there are also, um, each state has different Department of Labor um, rules and regulations as well. Um, and it really is up to the employer um, to make sure that they are up on their state's laws with regard to wage and hour laws. Um, one example I'd given in my article, for example, was in Massachusetts. Um, there's a law called the Retail Point of Sale Fair Labor Practices Act, which is really Massachusetts' version of the federal law, the Fair Labor Standards Act. Um, and so, for example, retail gas station owners in Massachusetts would need to make sure that they were following the laws under that particular Ma Massachusetts law. Gotcha. I see. Alrighty. And, um, you know, regarding your clients in the industry, what would you say keeps you up at night about their challenges? Sure. Certainly wage and hour issues, um, employee violations um, would be an area that I think employers um, can slip into accidentally without meaning to. So that would be one of the primary areas um, that I think about. Um, but on the other side, because we're dealing with a petroleum industry, we're dealing with um, the potential um, for um, contamination in the environment. Um, right. The environmental side of things would be my other biggest concern for that industry, making sure that um, all um, testing requirements, compliance requirements are all being met so that they're not um, finding themselves um, involved in a costly environmental cleanup by inadvertently um, spilling petroleum into the ground or, um, let's say, having um, cracked tanks or um, underground piping that results in um, a spill that may be costly to clean up. So, so those are the two primary areas that I would say would keep me up at night with, with that set of clients. Right. Great. All right. That makes sense. Um, Laura, thank you so much for joining us. This was great. I had a great time. Thank you. Me too. And I, this just to, to recap, um, this is definitely the first in a series of articles. I think that, um, this industry, um, has areas that they need to make sure they're in compliance with. Mm -hmm. So my next set of articles, I'll definitely be delving into more of the areas like environmental um, contamination and regulatory compliance. Um, hopefully uh, my clients and those in the industry will find them helpful. I hope so too. Thank you again, Laura, for joining us. Once again, this is Maureen Gubron, one of the Think Factory podcast's hosts, and we'll see you guys next time.